friends, I'm Fiona Lewis. And I'm Gwen Crabb. And welcome to the Say It How It Is podcast. Connected by Vodafone. We are on a mission to bring taboo topics to light and change the narrative. Being vulnerable can be tough, but we're here to show you that even those at the top of their game, be that sports, coaching, business or medicine, go through the same struggles, problems and issues as you. But just a quick disclaimer, we are not professionals, just two rugby players sharing our own experiences and stories, having open and honest conversations with some amazing guests. If you are affected by any of the topics discussed in the podcast, please do contact a professional. And now, let's get into today's episode. I would say welcome back to another episode, but this is kind of a different type of episode. It is. Uh, We thought it would be quite nice... Obviously, we finished season one, um, 10 episodes in season one, and we thought, why not just have a little episode of reflection, uh, looking back on, yeah, the season itself, where we're both at at the moment, how the year's been, and yeah, just chat around how we are, really, and how we think everything's gone the last few months. Yeah, I was saying before we started recording that I think reflection is probably one of the most underused tools. Mm. I think a lot of us just go through life and you never stop and think back about the things that have gone well, things that haven't gone so well, lessons you've learned. And I think at the end of a year, it's the best time to do it because you've just got that weird time between Christmas and New Year. Mm. Fill it with some reflection. I just think this is weird. It's just me and you. <laughs> That's how we started. I know, it's just mad that like, like we said before, it's gone full circle and then there were two. And then there were two, literally back sat in the And now it's just one on one. But it's funny because I I remember like the first episode, it was like, right, okay, do we, okay, is it recording? Okay, cool. Um, Right, do you want to start? Shall I start? Um, We took about 20 minutes to start the actual episode because we didn't know how to start it. Yeah. And then it just, this is, Um, in terms of reflection, like, we've come a long way. way. Like, a long way. We just sat down, pressed play. Bosh. I'm ready to go. <laughs> think about it. And I'm happy to tell you all I've had my seat back from episode 10. I'm back in my throne. Back where she belongs. But you have got your bendy mic over there. Got my bendy mic. <laughs> so she's happy. Yeah. So you're in your original seat. Yeah. And you've got a new mic now. So you're, you landed. What more could you want? What more could you bloody want? Yeah. So how are you feeling? We've had a big training week. Yeah. Real big. I am. I'm not lying to you all. I'm in my joggers, my fluffy joggers. I barely brushed my hair. You're actually lucky no that she sat on. up, to be honest. I am. I was horizontal on this sofa <laughs> not long ago. Um, I'm just so tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's, it's not all, just, you know, rainbows and butterflies. It's, it's not actually. Sunshine and rainbows oh, is the same. But butterflies are nice as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> in true film uh, form. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just for me personally, I uh, had a bit of time off. I went to Dubai uh, well, with you actually. I don't know why I said that as if you me didn't. Know. Oh, I was there. <laughs> as if you didn't know that I went there. I went with you to Dubai. <laughs> Took your child to Dubai as you like I to say. I did. I did. Um, uh, yeah, it was at a really tough point in my rehab where I'd had enough. I'd had enough. I took seven months of the same thing, loads of setbacks. Um, being in the gym all of the time and I'm a gym ed I love the gym for me to hate it and think it's a chore and you know not want to be there I was like right I need time off now so yeah started a new, since coming back started a new block of my rehab did me the world of good for my leg to have that break and my mind to be honest so yeah my first big week of training of like 
feeling like a human, you know, like being actually well. being on my feet. I actually ran for the first time. Yeah, run. big. And deal. not only did she just run, but she she looked like like normal runner. <laughs> she looked like a human. Yes, it wasn't limpy. I did only run 120 meters, mind. No, it's not only. It's but 120 meters more than you just stole the words out of my mouth. Let Sorry. me finish my sentence. Sorry. Grab. Well, we do know that that is my bad <laughs> habit. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was a big, big moment. Like I was thinking, oh my gosh, I actually haven't run for eight months. That is mad. Like, since my injuries eight months ago, I haven't ran on the ground with, you know, my feet firmly on the ground, my running feet. normal. How else would you run? <laughs> with your hands? Well, you know, you've been no, on the treadmill know, know. and... The old yeah, it doesn't really count, you know. Well, it, well, it yeah. does count. It does count. It does. It really does. Because when I first ran on that, I cried. You mean real life running? But I mean real life running where you're like, actually feel like human. Yeah. So yeah, that was a big milestone this week. Yeah, that's huge. Just Big weight, big load, emotional. Obviously, episode 10 up and yeah. also in that week. It's just a week. been a big week. Jack graduated in the fire service. Go on, Jack. It's just been an emotionally physical, big loading week, to be honest. So yeah. I'm now exhausted, to yeah. be honest with you all. <laughs> you know, that's so fair. What would you say your battery percentage is at? Oh, minus one. I'm not even going to lie. I but am I'm so low. grateful that you are here. Then. Uh, yeah, this is why I'm. Chi- I'm this is a chilled vibe. Yeah, chill reflection. Vibes. Gwen was like, "Do you want to speak about what? How you want to prep for this?" I was like, nope. We're just gonna go for it. We're just gonna chat. Chilled. Wing it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, say it how it is. <laughs> you've had a big week too, because you had a big PB. Uh, yeah, I have had a big week actually. <laughs> the last like month or so has been like a, a weird transitiony in between phases kind of thing where mm. I'm like kind of on the edge of like being a rugby player again but also like have limitations and restrictions and I think for me the hardest part about returning to training and stuff is very much psychological Mm. because back-to-back injuries etc etc so when fit sometimes I think when physios speak to me in terms of like oh we just need to tick this off because we're being cautious or like we need to make sure that you've done x y and z that feeds into my like oh god this is uh, risky business now like (laughs) we're getting to the you know crunch time but uh yeah then I I got a speed PB on Tuesday yeah she did yeah you're gonna be back soon you're not gonna be a second row you're gonna come in you're gonna be a centre I'll see you in that 13 channel (laughs) crush ball 12 (laughs) um but yeah, that was good because I think it was like 110% of my PB before. Yeah. yeah so I was like, yeah. And, it, and like I was saying to you in the gym earlier, like it makes it makes all of the crap sessions where you're like, oh my God, I want to cry. All of that just becomes, she's just yawning everyone. Sorry. Um, clearly so invested in my... <laughs> no, I am. I'm just so tired. No, I'm really I, sorry. No, yeah, you. you keep going. Yeah. Um, all the crappy sessions. Yeah, it just makes it all worth it. And it's like quite full circle and like like talking about reflection like it isn't like even today i did the whole game replacement session like with no limitations and like gwen is just not part of my club anymore she's in her own part of your club she's in her own club (laughs) but um it was nice to just be able to bounce between running contacts like actual rugby rugby drills like yeah. yeah and not think like not think oh am I allowed to do this am I not all like looking at the side mm. office am I allowed to do this it was just nice and then afterwards in my absolute destroyed state of well one of the uh, you Lois, look like a tomato. Lois said tomato and I said sorry and she said you look like a tomato and I was like oh thanks <laughs> thank you very that. much thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> and um yeah I was just walking across the bar and I was like wow <laughs> do you know what I mean like it was just like a weird like wave of emotion where I was just like oh my god 
feel like a rugby player again. And it was yeah. just like really nice. Um, and I think more than anything, psychologically, I realized I didn't think about my knee the entire time. That's good. And for me, that's the, that's the thing. Like I know I'm in a good physical position. Well, look, I like, feel like I, you're in the best shape you've ever been in. Yeah, I agree. And, and to be honest, when people are like, Oh, you're in good shape. I'm like, well, I have spent the last eight <laughs> months in a gym on a field running back and forth and back and forth. So I'd be disappointed yeah, if I wasn't. However, I am like proud of myself for that as well. But yeah, is, yeah, return to play soon. It's fast approaching. It's around the corner, guys. It's around the corner. We'll give you a little cameo when you get there. Mm. Podcast special. Mm. Um, so if we're talking about reflection, what has this year kind of taught you off field? You know, like you say, you've <clears throat> on, you know, we talk around a lot around rehab and stuff like that, but um, what are the big takes for you? Being injured, not being able to do your job, but realizing there's more to life than rugby. Yeah. What have you what have you taken from it? Yeah, I think it's weird because I thought that I'd become very reflective in the first couple of months of the year. I was like, oh, I'm like a new person, like after my ankle. It's like this is like, yeah, like this is great. And then to be honest with you, then I got caught up in like, oh I'm a, I'm a rugby player again now, like kind of just forgot all about all of that. And then when I did my knee, probably my lowest point in my life, if I'm honest, the first it's a bit blurry, but like the first week or two afterwards, I was just crying constantly. And I think it was, it was like almost like going through a breakup. I've said, I've said it was like that before. Like I literally would just cry. And I was like, I think because I just hung my hat on, like, I remember saying to Courtney earlier, actually, it's just come out there's a hundred days till the six nations. Mm. And it was exactly this time last year that I was like a week post ankle op. Yeah. And I was like, it's a hundred days till the six nations. Like I am going to be back on that day. And I literally just, tunnel visioned into that so when I got there and such high emotion and adrenaline and it just came crashing down like yeah. I was just in that pit for some time <clears throat> um but I think like what I learned was the only person that's gonna be able to get you out of something like that is yourself oh that's yeah. funny isn't it isn't that, that little, funny that yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, she's um, made fun of me for the last 10 no, episodes no but it, it's true like <laughs> You can obviously, I was having people ringing me, texting me like, oh, if you need anything, I got you, blah, blah, blah. But if if you physically feel in a hole, you're not good. You have to get yourself out of it. Yeah. It's like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Yeah, it's perspective, isn't it? Oh, we love perspective. That we love that word. We need that. That needs to be part of the sign, I think. And I read, yeah, say how it is, perspective. <laughs> perspective. Um, I read The Obstacle is the Way. Yeah. And throughout reading that, it kind of like things I'd learned throughout my ankle rehab, but maybe had slipped off and sort of started seeing things differently. I, when I read that book, I was like, right, it just started to pull me out of it. So that when, by the time I got to my surgery, I was like, right well let's make the most yeah. of this year you know and yeah. to be honest it's just grown month on month obviously there's been some bad sometimes maybe good <laughs> i feel like you've learned to enjoy life a bit more 100 percent. and I, I think you're you're quite similar to me in that like as athletes mm. like for the first four or five years of me being in the setup i wouldn't touch alcohol i was like i need to my macros need to be on point i need to i can't go i can't stay out past 10 on the weekends because i need a consistent sleep and wake routine and all of this yes that is true and that is like optimal however your brain like and switching off is equally as important as that and sometimes like you wouldn't get <laughs> sometimes like it's actually more beneficial for you to actually do those things that make you feel 
quote unquote normal. Yeah. Because it's, it's hard. It's hard to push for optimal 100% of the time. But I think as well, uh, obviously in a women's game or women's world of sport, it takes time to get used to this professional lifestyle where we don't know what works for us. Mm. Um, and we're just learning as we go. So yeah, I think if I didn't have as many setbacks throughout these last few months, I probably would have been able to enjoy life a bit more. I tried, yeah. but <laughs> then things would like pull me back again. Yeah. Um, but that had, again, changed my perspective on stuff where I realised I needed to make time for different things rather than being so tunnel vision where your life's so consumed by it because mm-hmm. like it's all you need to think about. But I think it'll make us a better rugby player and a better athlete by having that understanding of what life should be like away from it because I think we'll put less pressure on ourselves we'll be a lot more relaxed we're getting that extra like good endorphins happy endorphins away from it so we're coming in in a different mindset rather than being just so like you know 100 miles an hour all the time you get like caught in a bubble yeah and that's how I would describe it like take it back to like world cup for example like we were just in this big Mm. there's like 50 people in this bubble and we all think the same way and we're like rugby like all all that matters is the game that's happening on the weekend and finding a good coffee shop that's about the mm. only things that matter you know yeah and you can just get so consumed because you don't even realize you're in the bubble and that you have like these like blinkers on but it's not until literally i've said it a couple of times like until something creates like a hard stop mm. the bubble gets popped and then you're like what now yeah and who, like who am i you know yeah, I think identity is massive. Like, I don't know, I'm not sure how much we mentioned it for the season, but I think getting injured when you're doing something you've done for so long, like, I always looked at rugby as my identity and there's different parts of my career where, like, being dropped or, yeah, now being injured long-term that you feel like you lose it because you're like, oh, rugby's everything that I am. And that's been a good change in my perspective now has been like I'm more than just rugby it's a big part of me but like I need to make sure there's more to my life and more to who I am than just that because that can get taken away from you and as we know by a click of her fingers um and it's something I really struggled with when I was younger like when I would get dropped and stuff like I can remember I didn't get selected for Commonwealth and you know I was living with girls at the time that all got selected to go and then they'd all go off to training and I'd be left in the flat by myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, my life, like, what do I do now? This has been like, this has all been, this has been my, like you see, you talk about the bubble being popped. Like that is the exact scenario. And I was like, I don't know how to, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Um, and I think going, th- like going, going through all those different experiences, like teaches you lessons you you need to learn really to be like, okay, I need to make sure that like, I'm doing more than just this, you know, yeah, I, and I'm making time for the right things. And then, yeah, like I said, it, I think it'll make us such better athletes and players by having that awareness of like making time for other, other things, things too. I think it really comes back to like values. Mm. What I've realised is like the reason I enjoy rugby so much is the challenge that it provides me and that it's an ever-growing, uh, escalating environment. And there's, there's not really any like constant because you're constantly having to adapt to different opposition to new rules to like different systems that coaches, bring coaches in. we've had we've had so many different coaches yeah. and i realized that if rugby gets taken away from me through an injury i've just got to find challenge somewhere else yeah um, and it's more a case of like 
I think your core values are like the things that you need to be happy, mm. but they can present in different ways. And then from realizing that, it makes makes me so much more. You know, hopefully, I'm gonna I've got another ten year rugby career. Ideally, hopefully, I'm getting all the injuries out of the way now. <laughs> but like, it means for me that when rugby eventually does come to an end, which will come around pretty quick, mm. I know that I need challenge. I need to learn. I need to. Uh, like for me, like a lot of my purpose comes from helping others and using my experiences to help others. Hence why I love this podcast so yeah. much. So for me to know that gives me like good peace of mind to know that when I do finish playing rugby, I know I just need to find challenge and adversity and this and that from other places. It's not just rugby that provides that. Like right now, rugby is the vehicle for that, but there can be other things as well. I think, um, like obviously before we went pro, Rugby was a hobby and it was mm. a passion in that sense. And then you had to kind of like change your mindset to realize, okay, now it's my job. Yeah. So now it, this is what pays my bills. This is what puts the roof off my head. Like, this is my job. So then I think finding, transitioning and then finding something else that now becomes the hobby. So you get a different sort of satisfaction from what rugby used to be. Yeah. Because like you have to separate something that you just turn up for and something you actually really need to commit to. Uh, like this podcast for us during this rehab period has been a godsend because it's given us that feeling that rugby did when it was just the hobby, you know? Something fun, excitement, like... We were saying, first couple of episodes, actually, after we'd finished, we'd be like, oh my God, I feel buzzing. Yeah. And that's exactly how I feel after rugby. But I feel like that after every... I felt like that after every episode. Like, you meet someone, every single person that sat on the sofa has been just so different and had such a different story. And then speaking to them and afterwards, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're amazing. Or like, we've learned so much from the conversation or taken so much from it. Um, And yeah, like... I just loved it. I just loved the fact that this has happened. And like, I do believe everything happens for a reason. And like, yeah, I just think that we've really aligned our values, knowing that what we want to achieve with this and who we want to help and what good we want to do. Um, and yeah, like I said, like rugby's a, our job now and it needs to be viewed differently where it requires a lot more commitment and dedication than it did when we were amateur all those years ago. So then, yeah, this podcast has, has become that little hobby space, you know, where I'm like, I love doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's something different. And I think it gives us like an, it's like therapy. Oh, it's therapy. Like, yeah, it's, it's, therapy. An out, it's like an outlet for, <laughs> like, I guess we've been reflecting the whole time. We like, are, yes. you go into an episode and like, you might have thought something and then the guest says something along a similar lines and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny you say that. And then you hear it from someone else's perspective and you're like, I get it. But I do think it is really nice when you can relate to the person or have, even for the like, even for a guest that's sharing something. And if you're speaking to someone, one of us being like, oh, we understand because of X, Y, and Z. I think that is quite like calming in a sense yeah. or like reassuring to be like. Which is exactly what we want listeners to feel. Yes. It's like 100%. for us to be talking about something, for them to almost feel like they're in the room with us where yeah. they're sat there going, yeah, I felt like that yesterday. Actually. Or I know and someone that feels like that. So this yeah. could, conversation could help them. Or, yeah. yeah. And I think that is like the impact that we've had already. I've just been like overwhelmed. It's with been it. like, so overwhelming. The, the comments, like messages, posts that people have shared or whatever, the feedback on like Apple podcasts and Spotify and stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, how is this us how are people yeah how, I, number one how are people listening to us for a start <laughs> and then two like how are we getting this insane feedback um but like 
Yeah, I've, I've literally every single message, like I've read every single one. I think we've screenshotted to each other every single Send one we've received. We? Yeah. yeah. And it's such a big deal. And to that person is probably sending it to us. They probably don't think like, ah, oh, doesn't, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe they won't see it or maybe they don't really care or whatever. We care. We, we really care. care and we appreciate every single one. I think that just those messages of what, of like giving us the reassurance that this is exactly why we're doing this show. And that's why we put so much time and effort into making it what it is because they're the people we want to be, you know, having an impact on. Yeah. And we did say if we could help one person. Yeah, that was the aim. And then, no, look at us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've helped ourselves as well. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, Another uh, thing that this whole podcast has taught me is like, if you can have a vision of something, you don't necessarily have to know exactly where the end goal is. Mm. Just start you know don't be scared to start yeah and i've probably been something i've been really guilty for in my whole life to be honest is like waiting for the perfect moment for something or like i'll start this when or like i'll go to the gym when i'm fit <laughs> like that kind of vibe <laughs> like online coaching for example i would always be like right i need to build the platform and then i need everything to be perfect before i launch it mm. but actually how do you know what perfect look like like looks like if you have no feedback or you don't know perfection is a myth and it has taught me that like obviously we had a vision we wrote out you know like a a business plan essentially like you need a direction but you don't necessarily need an end destination it's like an open thing i think it's just evolved as time's gone on yeah like we've just yeah like you said we had a vision and to be honest our vision has really come to light yeah um literally with the sign literally yeah that (laughs) flipping lovely sign um but yeah i think it's just evolved as we've evolved really i think like where we were when we sat down in the Thirsty Elephant and I came to you with this idea yeah. to where we are now, I think there's been so much like personal growth. And like, like I said, like I've learned so much and taken so much from every guest and conversation that we've had. Um, yeah, like I literally, am, I can't actually believe that. Like, where's the time gone? Like we're at the end of, like we finished season one. Like what? I was saying that to my dad. I was like, it's basically Crazy. essentially been 12 weeks maybe a little bit more than 12 weeks since we launched. So, well, it's been about four months since the idea began. I'm sorry, that's mad. It is. And time, time is just crazy. Yes. It moves, like, I'm sorry. How has it been four months? Yeah, well, I felt like that when I found out. Where were we at in in terms of our knees at four months ago? Yeah, well, yesterday when I was, when I ran and then, oh, right on cue oh we're gonna stretch that out. (laughs) When I figured out actually hadn't run for eight months, I was like, I'm sorry. What has the world just been spinning around like spinning around? <laughs> <laughs> I hope people know what these links are. Uh, um, well, we need to get the, the clips up. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, like, how? I'm what? Eight months. I'm sorry. You really have a baby in that time. I feel thing. like that's just blink of an eye, and it's just gone. Like I feel like it's a bit of a blur. But did you do you find that like that maybe week on week you're like oh God. like rehab the first couple of weeks? I was like, this is tedious. This is like. This is a like it's a very overwhelming, very draining, mm. and then you feel like at the time like time's going so slow, and then you get eight months in, and you're like, "Where's the time gone? Where's the time gone?" Yeah, but, but we always do it. I don't know. I'm not being funny, but at the end of every year since I was about twelve, I've been like, <laughs> oh, "Where's the year gone?" But it's, oh, we do. I just we think all this do that. year has been different, though. Like yeah, different gravy. Yeah, I've just again survived. This year's been about survival again. <laughs> I think it has. Oh, it has. For yeah. me, it has. Because I, I, like, I actually think you've thrived. Fiona. I have thrived. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I have. And like I've grown, I've changed a lot and I've grown a lot. However, I have had like 
of a survive. I have I've been in survival mode, like yeah. getting through each, like doing the same thing all the time, and then not be like I found it really hard being around people with similar injuries. Yeah, that are progressing so much. Like if you compare before you say it, I know no, you're no, going to no. say different injuries. No, I'm not. In, I, actually, this is like, a good thing to talk about. Yeah, like yeah. me and Gwen are actually two weeks apart from operation dates. Even though my injury was a lot worse, it's still in ACL world. You know, timeline should two be weeks too apart, yeah. different. You know, mm. and we're actually two weeks apart in operation. But in the way our rehab is currently, we are worlds apart. Like, yeah. like I only just ran a hundred meters yesterday, and Gwen's literally just pretty much a rugby player already so <laughs> in that perspective it is and like for example like, like being on my own all the time like yeah. being on my own in the gym I spent all my days pretty much by myself with a member of staff whereas now all these girls I've graduated from from Wales Rehab and are back in club and you know like progressing on field and stuff like that whereas that's been difficult for me to like watch everyone go and then I'm still there what was your like coping what are your coping mechanisms for that because it's not something we've actually really spoken about. No. Like, I'm I'm very aware of, like, whenever I'm doing something, I'm like, oh, I wish Fionn was doing this also. Yeah. And it's hard. It is hard. I really don't know. I really, really don't know. Yeah. I think, because when I say it, everyone goes, please remember your injuries. Oh, no, and see, and I'm sometimes like, it's not oh. a tiny place to say that. <laughs> I know, but it's not the point. Like, in ACL world, the timelines all are pretty similar yeah, in that but sense. Also, even when an injury's worse... Like it's still long, like it's yeah. still a long, long process, especially think, with setback. Setback. I don't know. I really don't know the answer to that question, to be honest. Um, that might be a good one for when you reflect, do a little yearly reflection. Well, this is a reflection to think. think oh, yeah. I? Um, I think I just Maybe try and think. Mine. I just think I try and think about me being an individual, um, and that's what this journey's had to be. Like, obviously, I'm part of a team sport, but then this last eight months has been about me as an individual. Um, run your own race yeah run my own race and just that again yes everyone's journey and you know recovery is different and that's been difficult for me but I've had to keep reminding myself that Um, but yeah I don't know like it's made me very introverted I've like I've got used to being by myself all the time and I actually am a bit worried about reintegrating into like a big squad so I'm like I'm not used to being around people all the time yeah Um, I think it's like riding a bike though because all oh, right <laughs> well it is it just comes back to you because like yeah. i was worried about the, the same thing i was like how do i even like i don't even, well i at first i was like i don't even know rugby so how am i gonna like yeah, think I, about rugby and communicate with friends and do this and that and the other but i just found like this whole process is really lonely like mm. because even if like even when the girls are preparing for wxv like being in the say if i was in the gym the same time I mean, my whole program is different. My yeah. whole gym, I'd still be gymming by myself and doing everything by myself. So even though there was people around at that stage, short stage, I still felt like, oh, I'm just ev- I'm doing everything by myself. So yeah. that was, it was nice at the beginning because we were at the same point where we were doing the same gym yeah. session. We would align our room. So yeah. I actually felt like I was with someone. And yeah. I think when you're a part of a team sport and used to that kind That's of nice. like, that encounters with people all the time it's and especially when the days are tough you can like which we did like yeah. you'd cry at the beginning of the yeah. session i'd be crying at the end yeah. like you just pick each other up yeah but then i've had to learn that i've had to pick myself up so like like today I'm at the end of a tough week a really big training week and, and then obviously lots have gone on for me emotionally with episode 10 and jack's graduation sent me over the edge for emotion <laughs> i'm so proud of it proud proud but, wag um, yes <laughs> but um 
and I had like, you know, going like so much to do in a short space of time in a in, in a you know my, in my training day with rehab, more rehab, actual gym, like running prep, conditioning, and I get yeah treatment, and I get to the end of this the day with conditioning. I got nothing left. I got, got nothing, nothing left. left. And like, I mean, and then you have to, it's like a, ch- a fight in your own head. Like, yeah. and that's what it is to me. Like today, got very grumpy at the end. Yeah. I found out Jamie put 40 seconds of Hanbley's press ups in my condition. And I was like, oh, you are, uh, this is gosh. wrong. This is wrong, everyone. He's just, it's an error. And he was like, no, it's not an error. He's meant to do 40 seconds. Anyway, made me very grumpy. <clears throat> but purely because I, I was like, I feel my battery's empty. Yeah. But I, I'm on my own kind of doing it. So I kind of feel like I, I'm my own, I have to be my own cheerleader in that sense to like pick myself back up and, and just keep going. And that's kind of been the, the like, uh, theme throughout yeah. my rehab is because I've ha- had to just learn to just be able to just do it myself and like do it well alone. And that's, that was been really, really, really hard because you're used to training people all the time. Think and, how strong that makes you, though. Like, yeah, no, you I come do. back into a team environment, and then you can be your mental strength is like you can be the one that's mm. saying, "Come on, one well, more, one I more," because you've been that. doing that so long for yourself. I honestly, when I've been sat so in our training, uh, like center facility, place, facility, there's like a heat room where you would do your conditioning usually with the heat on, and it makes the sessions harder. And some bike sessions, and I'm in there by myself. And I'm struggling getting in, getting to the end of this. I literally, I'm thinking to myself, how much men- mentally yeah. I'm going to benefit, I'm going to improve, how much my mental strength is going to improve yeah. from this session. I'm like, oh, but thinking, oh, you're struggling now. Think, oh, and that is actually what yeah. I'm thinking about to get me through the sessions. That's so, that, yeah. But I, I understand what you're coming from because I have nothing to compare to because yeah. I'm just comparing me to me. Yeah. Uh, and I might see a huge difference in myself when I come back in. I'm telling you, it will. Yeah, but right now my only comparison is is yeah. is me. And when you're constantly having that battle with yourself all the time, as an individual, and you used to be in a team, so it has been a real challenge. But yeah, yeah this whole year has been very mentally. No, yeah, mental, mental. Oh God, I don't know how to explain it. Mental growth. The growth in my mental state Men- and strength. Strength. Like, yeah. Yeah. Resilience. <laughs> Yes, 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 resilience is a big yeah, one. Yeah, it is a big one. Um, and it takes, resilience is weird because it takes, you have to go through shit to get it. Oh yeah, we know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we do know Ooh, that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, yeah, yeah it's not just buy it on Amazon oh, and it comes no. next day. Same as confidence, you, know I mean? you can't buy that next day. No, you can't. Um, and when we all like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and I think that, like I think I spoke about in episode 10 where people have said to me about this year, like, oh, have you got through? da, da, da. I'm like, well, I'm used to it now, to be honest. Yeah. I, mean, I think when you've gone through a lot of trauma and, and gone through a lot of stuff that, you know, really builds your character up, you kind of understand, you know, there's there's a way. And you know that there's a, an, yeah, an end point. Yeah, and I you, suppose. Again, you don't know when it is. Yeah. You just, you just know that it's there. Yeah, and I think, like, again, I spoke on episode 10 when, like, I was at a point, you know, I've experienced phases in my life where I thought there was no way out. And I was at the, in the position where I was nearly making a decision to, 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 you know, to give up. But now I know from all of that, that there is, and so in these tough times throughout this year, that's what's kind of got me through. So I'm like, I know it's really hard now and it keeps being hard with all these setbacks. 
there will be light at the end of the tunnel. You just the tunnel's about ninety thousand miles long. So ninety hundred thousand miles. <laughs> keep, yeah, keep keep going because there is light. You just Trust can't it. see it yet because yeah. it's really, 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 really far away. But it's there. <laughs> it is there. I I often looked at it um, with that like you know the voice in your head when it's like. No one's watching. Give up. Go on. Oh, the devil. I the, said the devil. The de- I described it the de- devil, devil on one angel, shoulder. Angel yeah. And that little, that little thing. Devil. It just pops up when you least expect it. Bast- Hello, you again. Little bastard. Yeah. And the way I started to view it was it's actually easier to, to try and get rid of, like to ignore that voice and carry on now than it is to listen to it stop now and then try and push past that point next time. Yeah, I know. And it's about, it's like the momentum thing. It's like every single time you get that little voice and it could, it doesn't even necessarily just need to be physical. It can be in anything. Like you, there'll always be that little thing bit of doubt or like a little devil thing. Yeah, well, there's dairy milk in the cupboard and my dad's going, go on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. go on, girl, you eat it. Go on. I mean, just you going, no, don't, yourself. don't eat it. You know, you're trying to eat healthier and you're trying to eat less. And my dad's going, no, go on, girl. You are hard week, go on, eat it. <laughs> But it's like, I really did just try and see it as like, <laughs> do you know what? Like, for example, my calf was playing up when I was like returning to running and stuff. I was like, it's easy for me to just be like, I'm in a hard running session. My calf's hurting. Mm. I've got an excuse. I'll drop out. And I was terrible for that when I was a kid mm. like, to the point where I would literally fake injuries when I was doing bleep tests. I'm not joking. Like, it's when? Like, yeah, I know. I had like, my, pers- I like your accountability. I'll my persona it, as a kid, right? was like, oh, I'm the sporty one. I'm the one that should be fit. I should be fast. Mm. I should be that. And, the other, and I, I really wasn't. It was fake. It was all fake. And, um, I would genuinely like year seven, I would do a bleep test and I'd be blowing. And then I would just pretend I was injured because I couldn't accept the responsibility of like, no, actually you're just you're not, not fit. fit. Enough, yeah. And, that has been big, like, a, I think that was probably a big thing pushing forward and why, like, kind of my mindset with training is where it is now and why I'm like, you have to push past that because yeah. the strength that you get then, the next time you do it, you're like, well, I've done it once, so I'll do it again. And I've done it another time, I'll do it again. Well, last week, obviously, when I said earlier and I came back from Dubai after some time off and I came back into training to start my new block, I haven't been like fit enough, not fit as in like uh, physically, like as in like my, I was just wasn't able to do condition really because my knee just wasn't okay wasn't, enough. Wasn't, yeah. So I haven't, haven't, haven't really been able to do conditioning properly uh, for, for a fair few weeks. So I started this new block when I was, obviously my knee was a lot better doing conditioning and I was very honest. I was, I'm quite, I feel like I'm very comfortable. I'm like, if I'm struggling or Say it is bad, I, I'm, it? <laughs> I'm not performing or whatever. I said to our SC Jamie, I was like, I'm really mentally struggling, Jim. Yeah. My devil on my shoulders telling me to give up. Like he put five rounds and, I, and my devil was going, you're only doing four. Tell him you're only doing four. You're only doing four. And then the amount of time I spent <laughs> that whole session <laughs> arguing with my own head. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut up. And actually it didn't get me through it. Yeah, exactly. Um but it's mad because it's like I can I literally was going through like literally telling telling myself to shut Joy. But it's I think that is like growth on this reflection stage because it's like you're strong enough to tell the devil and show yeah. them to, to do one rather than actually like buying into it and, and like listening to it. I think it's so relatable though, because I think maybe, and I might be wrong, but a lot of people that might listen to this who are like your everyday gym goer mm. or like just a recreational sports person, they might think that elite athletes or people that are, that are in pro sport or whatever don't have those thoughts. Oh, we do. <laughs> but like, no, but obviously, because we're in it, we understand it. Like, yeah. but, 
We're just I who went at the yeah, end well, of the I day. I genuinely think that like a lot of people would just be like, oh, well, you know, it's their job. Like they just crack yeah. on with it. it, it it's there. It's like, there. It's there. Especially like days where you're training by yourself. Mm. It's like, how do you like muster up the courage to be like, no, I'm, I'm doing this. And I think that I'm comes with a job though. That's why like, Does. that's why we do what we do. And like it, it requires... Like, Everyone always says, oh, you're living the dream. You don't work. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Do you understand how much commitment and dedication this job requires? And mm-hmm. um, I think we don't realise it because we've been in it for so long. And we've and done like, it without become, being paid. I always describe it as, yes, <laughs> it beca- it's a lifestyle. It's a choice of lifestyle. And I don't really see it as much because, like I said, we're used to it for so long. But, like, yeah, it is not easy. And, like, this, when it's raining... And you know it's cold outside. You need to go. You need to go and get your running session or whatever. Um, what that, that that's not an easy. Thing to be stop, like, yeah, no it? worries. No. Yeah. yeah, or like even well anything. Like even if you think about like family events you might miss out on or, or friends' birthdays. Uh, you know they're all going out drinking. You're like, well, I got a game. Mm. I got a Six Nations prep. I can't. I don't want to go and drink. Do you know what I mean? Like little things like that. Um, but yeah, just a bit mad. Right, I want to talk a bit about the actual podcast episodes. Mm. What are some highlights? Um, well, Endor for me, episode four was a highlight because obviously it's quite personal to me. And oh my gosh, it was just the response that we had from it and how many people resonated with it. You know, like some people that, reached out to us saying that that episode made them go and like get help or get checked and stuff um was really overwhelming uh but yet amazing because it's exactly what we want to achieve by it uh and listening to like anna's story of what she's been through and she you know her drive every day to to make a difference with her charity and stuff i was like (laughs) you're literally insane that was it was a very good episode i learned so much and i think for like obviously my side of things is like I've had feedback of people being like there's so many things I never knew yeah so many things I I actually learn I understand like even saying like they understand a lot more about you yeah like it if people don't know yeah well even like today now like for example like something in my program hip thrust I'm like my very dominant swollen ovaries can't do that the bar on my ovaries yes on those ovaries no 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 that doesn't work for me at the moment um but no and i think it's like an ever evolving adapting word like you know our nutritionist george was like oh i've I've been doing so much research on endometriosis i've learned so much and he's trying to help me with like uh changing my diet around like foods that cause inflammation because like in the end of world it's like this thing called endo bloat there's something i've always struggled with now i've actually realized this is what it was yeah. and like different foods can obviously cause inflammation stuff like that so even like that i was like oh that's so nice like it's just i just appreciate i don't expect people to know i just appreciate people learning or being open into le- being open to learn uh and and i've had so much respect for so many people that have reached out to being like i had no idea mm. i don't expect people to know but it's the fact that now people are like oh my God, I've learned so much mm. or asking questions about it. Like just being so interested and intrigued and caring around wanting to know. Yeah. That's been awesome. Yeah, I agree. I also really enjoyed episode eight in Dubai. Yeah, that was cool. That was just so cool. That was cool. <laughs> like, yeah. When we went into that studio <laughs> and I was like, Joe we Rogan, had our own camera each. <laughs> Joe Rogan's recorded here. Um, but it was like a crazy, and I don't think probably because 
you know, we were in Dubai, we were mildly hungover. Yeah. And it was just so, like, it was such a whirlwind. Yeah. Reflecting on it, I'm like, that is crazy. I know, Dubai was class for us yeah. as a podcast. Like, even oh, like, yeah. getting the content around the, around the tournament and, and stuff. And people would be like, like, oh, you're doing stuff for the podcast. I'm like, oh my God, you know we have a podcast? And they, <laughs> every time we were seeing something we knew, they were like, oh my God, I love your podcast. I'm like, what? You listen to it, do you? Oh my God, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, and every time we were looking at each other like, oh. Oh, it. not that i was actually i wore it everywhere so i yeah. didn't give people yeah. a chance to not know but i mean um yeah that was really cool and then obviously you know we touched on it um last episode but like episode nine with al cal yeah. oh my gosh that episode the emotion and the honesty the honesty even the, with even like the humor with it too yeah. i just loved how like we were crying and laughing at the same time yeah. and like you know, I asked her afterwards, like, what was your expectations of what how the episode was going to go? And she was like, oh, well, I thought you were just going to ask me loads of questions straight and it was just going to be boom, boom, boom. And yeah. and it was nothing like that. She said, I loved it and I enjoyed it. And I, oh, I was so reassuring because it's exactly how I wanted her to feel. Yeah. Like, you know, I can't even imagine how she feels and what she's gone through. And like, you know, talking about something so difficult, something she's, you know, obviously grieving every single day over. And like, I wanted her to feel as comfortable as possible and I wanted to, her to enjoy speaking about her mum which she did like yeah. she, we seen in her face like she was in stitches talking telling us about some you know memories of her yeah. and funny things that she's done and I was like this is what this is about yeah. like giving her the opportunity to obviously share her story of how so tough it's been but also telling people how amazing her mum was and like yeah, as soon as we press play, we were crying. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think, honestly, like that that level of honesty, same with yourself, like mm, episode 10. I thought this was coming. <laughs> no, but I just, I appreciate people being so honest. I mean, it's literally the premise of the whole podcast, right? Yes. Say it how it is. But honestly, being honest is really hard because it puts yeah. you in a vulnerable position because as soon as you say exactly how you feel, it, it puts you up for criticism, for people to judge, like all of these kind of things. But it's also so beneficial for other people who are in a similar position, who can resonate at all. It's so powerful to hear that people at the top of their game still struggle with the same things. Yeah, and I think like on reflection of doing episode 10, obviously like I was very honest with saying that the scariest thing I've ever fucking done. Like Jesus Christ, I've waited my entire life for that moment. And and the fact that it happened, like when I went home, I actually felt really weird. Like I felt really sad and deflated because I don't know, it was really strange because I thought like afterwards I'd be like, oof, good, it's gone. I've done it. I think you feel like that maybe when it goes out. Maybe, maybe so. But I kind of felt this, I don't know, it was really strange and I kind of felt like, Oh my god! Like I don't know, it was really weird. Odd, but yeah, but it also felt like when I and then I watched it back, and I was I watched the video footage back, and I was like, oh my god! And I watched myself, and I was like, oh my god, cry now. Oh, fee. I love like, your little <laughs> that you do. Like, I couldn't believe that was me. Yeah, like I was watching how confidently I was like speaking about my story. And I was like, what the hell? Like, who is this girl? But I think That's... that shows how red, like, how red you were. Yeah. And, and I'm talking about well, it ties Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there was no blah, 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 yeah, blah. I know. And like, I, I, and I got really emotional. Like, I cried majority of the time watching it back because I was like, 
I just could not believe that that was me. And like, like I said, I, I'd waited, not like I thought about that moment for the last, you know, 20 odd years that this moment was going to come. And then I never, ever imagined that I'd like, someone, I was just coming Even across. that you'd have your own podcast, that you ha- yeah. could create your own platform and yeah. space to actually share that. terms was important. And yeah. I, and I think, like I said, during the episode, like it was kind of fate for me that like, it ha- it, you know, the opportunity of, of of sharing it happened as it did. And I don't know, I, I just, like I said, like watching me back, watching me back speak about it, I was like, wow. Like, I and it. I was so, yeah, and then it was the closure I needed, I think, because I felt after watching it, I'm going to message you at like half 12 at night, being like, yeah. I just finished watching it. And I just felt like, ah, I don't know. Then I felt that, like, okay, like it was the closure I needed to, like, yeah. watch it back to know. You should be really happy with how how that episode went and how, and like how you came across and like how you conducted yourself. Yeah, and I was even doubting like, oh, did what what I even said and stuff. And then I was like, I looked at uh, yeah, I don't know. I obviously you all think and stuff, don't you? And I then like, yeah, watching it back was like, wow. And I think obviously doing this episode of reflection was important because that was big for me to be like, oh, my, not just this year in my life in general. I was like, shit, girl. You've come a long come goddamn a long way. way. Yeah. You've come a long way. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, sitting in bed at half 12 at night, looking at myself, sharing something I've been so scared to share. I was like, whoa, this is mental. Yeah. Um, but I'm learning to give myself more credit and learn that, you know, I can, I can openly be proud of myself. And mm-hmm. that was like the proudest I've ever, ever been of myself. Like, I know we spoke, you asked me like, what's your proudest moment? And I said, surviving. And now that is, that is it. a moment for me too, because yeah, it, it shows I'm ready to like, let go of, of something that's, you know, I've struggled with my mostly, most of my life and yeah, being confident enough to finally let it go and be able to now be in a position where I can finally help people and help people I want to help because now I've shared it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it's going to, yeah, it's going to do me and hopefully other people in the world are good. Yeah, I'm very proud of you. Thanks. Thanks, Mosh. <laughs> You're very welcome. I think to wrap up this little reflection, let's mm. look ahead. Let's look oh, ahead. Fam, let's, let's look ahead. Let's look ahead. So 2024 is around the corner <laughs> it is um let's let's what do you want what do you want to see in 2024 for fionn lewis i like my knee to just stay in just play to ball do you know what i mean just like <laughs> if i tell you to do something just do it <laughs> um uh okay cool let's go i'd like season two <laughs> see how it is yeah um, no you know you'd like it it's happening no it is happening <laughs> i was just like, i'm just saying that's why i want in 2024 yeah, yeah, no, fair point um yes a big uh not the best, better, but you know, I really enjoyed the season. Build on a it. bigger, yeah, progressive season. Uh, and I like, you know, meeting so many different people again, which would be epic. Uh, yeah, hopefully return to my job, <laughs> which would be nice. Yeah. Uh, and just, I don't know, like, I don't know what I can say about episode 10, but uh, it's just a huge, huge new chapter of my life. Like, I can't wait to see now. Like obviously when episode com- it comes out and and like I've kind of I'm grieving now I'm obviously I'm, this is part of a grief process getting yeah. rid of letting go of Wait. this part of yeah. yeah so like how am I what type of person am I going to be like now in 2024 without this yeah on my shoulders and like it's living exciting. with it yeah so I'm hoping for less stress 
more happiness, more health. <laughs> yeah. And just continue to hopefully learn to be more proud of me mm-hmm. uh, and be more like content with where everything's going. Because I feel like, like I say, I'm big on everything happens for a reason. I'm big on being who, you know, I needed when I was younger. And I'm I'm hoping that everything and all the things that have happened in 2023 and all the decisions that have been made and I've made are hopefully going to set me up for a, a positive 2024. Yeah, I love that. What about you? Good question. Marriage. <laughs> Funny. Um, I think for me, it's like using the last year of mm. growth, setback, making things into an opportunity using that and i'm genuinely so excited to bring this like new i feel like a new person really i do too i i actually can't get yeah. over if Gwen, we haven't even spoken the fact that we weren't even friends no i know at the beginning know. of this you know we I were know, friends we were friends like, we weren't this no connected no by partnership <laughs> yes <laughs> um and like, yeah. do you know what i mean yeah and i'm excited i'm just excited to bring that like you said, like we've just been so detached from rugby. Like I am genuinely so excited to bring that into rugby. Even when I'm at training now, I just feel like this new energy, I guess, where I'm like, I just appreciate. And something I really want to make sure I continue to work on is at the minute, I feel very grateful and very appreciative of being able to do things that I once couldn't do because yeah. of my knee. So moving forward, when it gets to, you know, hopefully like preseason, say June, July, when shit gets hard i i really hope that i have the ability to to zoom out and get that perspective then and be like this time last year you literally would have killed to have this and i think that's something that you can just get lost in really easy but that i think that for me is a big goal is just constantly being that like enjoy the moment of things which is huge work on for me regardless but then also like be able to zoom out and just be like once this was something I wanted to do, so enjoy enjoy it where you can, because you don't know it's going to be taken away. Well, we need to hold each other accountable then, don't we? I think we do. Um, my my big one to finish is that not having any fear. Um, I always had a fear of getting injured. Yeah. When I was playing, that was my biggest fear. What I'm li- the life I'm living now is the what I feared. Yeah. Getting big injury and then like what I'd miss out on by not being fit, and I was yeah. always scared of that. So now that I've know that I don't need to be scared anymore because I've gone through it and I'm like it is what it is and I've got this new perspective of like you know this whole new life that if that ever happens again well I've already done it once so I can I can deal with it if it does yeah but hopefully it, I think I'm hoping that it'll like just make me give like just chuck myself into everything, everything even more yeah. and stop overthinking and like just yeah I, I'm hoping that this is going to make me a completely different player as yeah. as has made me a completely different person. And yeah, I just want to live a bit more with less fear. Fear's got two... Uh, you, have you heard the like... No. Annotations? Is no, the I word? haven't. Forget everything and run. Oh, yes, I have. Face I'm lying. everything and rise. Yes. No, I'm such a liar. Yes, yeah. I have. And it's so true. And face everything and face bloody rise. Everything right? and rise above it. Yeah, okay, I ain't running anymore. I ran a lot. As you, if anyone listens to this episode, runner. And the only kind of running run she'll anymore. be doing now is the running that's on the 4G. <laughs> straight running back, straight, <laughs> straight running back, back and, and forth. forth. And but then I, maybe with a turn. But Who I'm knows? not going to complain about that because no. that's all I've wanted to do for the last eight months. So yeah. I'll be loving life running back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> Enjoy the process. Yes. Fall in love with it, if you will. Oh, well, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> can't wait. 
All right, still waiting cool. to fall in love with it. <laughs> I've done it yet. I went under 20 metres. Hey, that's 120 metres more, more than, than you yesterday. did before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, cool. Well, I'm clocking off now. Um, it's been a clocking great... off for Christmas. <laughs> clocking off Christmas. Clocking off the weekend, gal. I'm knackered. <laughs> um, yeah, well, cool. Thanks for... <laughs> nice. Sorry, I'm very sassy. Put my hands on my hip then. Um... Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to season one. We've appreciated everyone's support. Um, and I really mean we've appreciated everyone's support and back in what the podcast is about. Thanks for saying yes to being my co-host, by the way. You're very and welcome. really buying into the vision. I know it can be bossy at times, but it is what it is. No, um, I like I like it when you're bossy. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Um yeah, giving me the opportunity to to be me and episode, like giving me the opportunity to, to do episode ten. And I think our friendship is gonna Blossom. continue to blossom now that yeah. we have that level of understanding of each other and um yeah cool well hopefully the next time you come on the pod hopefully you'll be back playing by then oh my god oh my oh my god <laughs> oh my, oh my, god. Oh my god. class um yeah well I, i'll be really back training re- you real will. life you really um, will be. which is just a whole even different ball game literally a, a game with a ball and um yeah <laughs> cool well going now all right so, then um, and um, see you all in uh, 2024 i hope you all have a lovely christmas and new year yeah keep well and healthy look and after re- your knees yeah and uh, they are important and remember to just keep bloody saying it how it is all right cool. all right all right Ta-ra, everyone. peace out Ta-ra. <laughs> thanks for listening to today's episode we hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we did please like follow and subscribe to make sure you stay up to date and say it how it is and don't forget to share these conversations with the people you think it may help the most you'll find all of ours and our guest social media handles linked in the show notes below we can't wait to see you all next week and remember keep saying it how it is